What could you truly become capable of if you were living in greater resonance and synchronicity with your essence? If you were able to be aligning with your divine every day and creating from that energy, are you ready to explore and activate that? Let's get started aligning divine. Now, here's your host, soul and body coach, Keisha Clark. <laughs> good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are on this great, big, wow, amazing, incredible, beautiful, potent, and magical planet. Ah, hello and welcome <laughs> to Aligning Divine. I am Keisha Clark. I am so grateful you are coming to play, really, whenever, wherever, and however you're coming to play. We are here on the Inspired Choices Network. It's our home station. It's our home base. And we are live for Aligning Divine on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. However, I'm very much aware and very grateful that um, a lot of you choose to play in a different um Platform, and so if you're on iHeartRadio or Spotify or Speaker or Deezer or YouTube or SoundCloud or oh my gosh, how many other millions of platforms are there around the world that we're actually on? Thanks for like checking in through that window. And um, if it's your first time finding me, finding us, finding Inspired Choices Network, welcome and thanks for stopping by. And uh, you will perhaps notice that I play with a different perspective uh, of the whole life on planet Earth thing, um, as do many of our hosts here on this station. <laughs> so um, if you want to play with some different possibilities, uh, that this is a great place to be. And if you're returning, oh my gosh, thanks for coming back. <laughs> And in whichever case, whether you're here for the first time or you've been here a million and you're back for more, thank you for being part of these conversations. This is a co-creative process, really, and I'm so grateful that you are bringing your energy, your gifts, your capacities, the contribution of you, who you magically amazingly are, and um, and allowing that to be a part of what creates this conversation, what co-creates these conversations um, I'm very much aware also that my show shows up a lot for me, and in part, you're getting to see me kind of do my unfoldment uh, and process through my evolution as we talk on these conversations, as we play with these conversations on Aligning Divine, um, as it, this show really is all about getting to and having the joy the joy, <laughs> the joy, it is possible, yes it is, the joy of lining up with your essence and living it every day. And that is partly why it's in the ING form. It's an ongoing process. And uh, today's topic is definitely um, in that cue for the aligning piece. The, the You might be wondering, how do I do that? And I know that's a popular question. How do I align up? How do I do this alignment thing? And as I said, it's not a one and done. And that actually is part of the fun of it, is uh, we get to sort of be in this laboratory, in this big experimental playground we call planet Earth. And uh, there are times <laughs> that it is so intense. And there are other times that it is so amazing. And there are times that it's both, uh, you know, kind of all of the above. Um, the way that I kind of play one of my... Uh, my mantra is there is no wrong answer. And um, if you listen to any of our new thought leaders, our teachers, our wise ones, our elders even, uh, that are that 
kind of play out and about in the world, you are likely hearing that echoed across the uh, stages and places. And um, that's just, you know, kind of the way it is. It's it's never done. Energy doesn't ever stop. And we, as beings of energy that are hosted by these amazing creature bodies, um, we don't ever have to stop either. Our bodies might at some point, and that doesn't have to mean that we're done. So uh, for a lot of us, I also know that, because it's part of my work, I get to play with many of you, um, we go on. We we continue. There is no ending of us. There really is no beginning or ending. There is There is us. There is the we or the I am and the we that we are, and the I am that we are. Um, and that's just such a cool thing to me. So that's part of what I like to play with here on the show. And these conversations are really about exploring. Uh, so if it's your first time to come to play, I am not going to tell you how you're supposed to do it, um, no matter how much you pay me, because <laughs> that's not what it's about for me. It's really about me inviting you to actually start tapping into or tap even more into your own knowing. And that's the cue for today's <laughs> title. Thoughts, beliefs, or knowing? Which do you choose? Well, I think you could probably guess what I'm going to choose, what I'm going to invite you to choose. But I'll just, you know, we can play with that. Uh, so which would you actually rather have? I mean, Truly, where are you right now in this moment? Which would you rather have? Your thoughts, your beliefs, or your knowing? And of course, you can have all three. You already do. In fact, you always have that. Uh, but two out of the three actually keep you in a limited range of choice and creation. The other one can give you a whole lot more. And the thing is, you might not yet know how to use it, and you might not have learned to trust it yet. And trying to trust your thoughts and your beliefs is actually a really slippery slope. It usually creates uh, some some messes. It keeps us from creating what we really desire, actually. So if you've worn yourself out, if you're feeling kind of out of breath or exhausted on the program of trying to trust your thoughts and your beliefs and expecting that to do something for you, um, Maybe you'd like a fresh perspective. That's what I'm bringing to the party today, a fresh perspective. And maybe it's not a completely new idea to you or a new uh, perspective for you. Maybe you have been aware of this and you just haven't really leaned into it. So that's my invitation today. Let's play with this. Let's lean into this. And um, if you are in anywhere on the gamut of what is uh, energetically and emotionally going on for a lot of people around the world in June of 2020. Um, this is a conversation that, that could support you. Um, and I invite you to just take a breath and uh, perhaps allow all of what is what the what is is looking like right now to suspend for this next 50 minutes or so and, um, and just dive in with me. And let's see. Let's see what we get to. Oh, so if you would like to join us in the chat room for any of the live shows, uh, so for Aligning Divine, that would be on Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern. <laughs> um, you can actually just hop on to the InspiredChoicesNetwork.com website 
and you can find the word chat room in the blue bar near the top of your screen. If you click on that or tap on that word, you can, uh, you'll be taken to a screen to log in, and all you got to do is put your name or whoever you feel like being that day. If you want to stay incognito, that's fine too. Uh, and it'll bring you into the chat room. It's a virtual playground for us to engage during our live shows. It's a fabulous feature. It lets us be interactive. <laughs> Kudos to my, my sister goddess, Rhonda Burns, for bringing that word to the table. Um, it's a way for you to actually be supported if that's what you require right now. You are welcome to bring your questions, your comments, your feedback, your curiosity, and uh, it, it's all welcome. So ah, even if it takes us a little bit off topic, you know what I usually find is that it always kind of braids in together, blends in together. Um, so don't be shy. Uh, and if you want to call in, you can find the numbers to do that um, somewhere on any of your screens <laughs> in the Inspired Choices Network website. You can also Skype. That is an option as well if you are in, not within the countries that have a, a call-in number. So we try to make it as accessible for you as we can. And what is this thing about our thoughts and our beliefs? Let's go. So where is your value on? Like, I used to have a, a high value on my thoughts. High value. Back in the day. <laughs> And I had a really fun time running through that thinking process. It was like, it was really fun for me. Now, I have some interesting archetypal energies that I play with that are kind of my 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 A-string of archetypes, if you will, uh, like detective. Um, I love to do that detecting thing. I love to do that investigating and that tracking and that looking up the history and that connecting the dots. That's really juicy for me. Um, and I can tell you, <laughs> um, it comes in handy. It can actually be a valuable skill in, in your skill set. And it can really work for you. However, what I can also tell you is, um, it can be also very easy to get lost in your head and get trapped in your head. And that's not always the most fun place to be. <laughs> because the space of your head is significantly smaller <laughs> and much more confining than the space of your whole being. So uh, as I began to discover that there was a bit more going on than what I could think about and that there was a bit more that I could engage than where my thoughts took me, <clears throat> I then kind of went into the belief thing and I played with the believing is seeing uh, for a while. And, and it and I played with believing. I played with, you know, testing my beliefs. I played with uh, what did I believe in and who did I believe in and what did I believe was actually real and possible in the world. And that was fun for a while. And what I found was that, yes, believing is a very strong um, type of creative energy. It's a strong type of creative process. And believing was also rather, hmm, I, I want to say, I know we could easily say the word limiting. <clears throat> and what I found was that believing had a structure to it as well. Um, so it was another phase for me. It was another um, adventure in the journey, right? It, it 
I became more aware of how my thoughts fed into my beliefs and my beliefs gave rise to new thoughts. But I was still largely in my head is what I came to realize. And as I got into more of my awareness, uh, more of my willingness to just, just be present with what was going on and be observing, like become the observer of me as well as being me. Um, that was the biggest thing that kept showing up for me was this theme around or and, and really all of the ways that thoughts and beliefs actually have an energetic structure. And what I was really looking for and desiring to play with was a whole lot less structure than what my thoughts and my beliefs could give me. So here's an interesting piece. <clears throat> now, um, part of what I share with you comes from and through uh, my my sort of uh, my communication with my connection with my team. Uh, with the with the energy, I speak to all things energy, and I, and nowadays I can say energy is my first language. <laughs> so um, that is that is my my sort of disclaimer here, um, because I do speak in a lot of terms of energy and the energetics that are going on within or beyond something, or be, you could say behind or underneath something that's going on. Um, so I typically. These days, I tend to go there very quickly because what I know is and what I believe, what I am aware that a lot of you know is that when we can change something in the energy, we can make dynamic change much faster in everything else showing up and how everything else can show up. And so everything starts in that energetic vibrational field, right? Um and that's not, you don't have to know rocket science to know that. You don't have to pretend that. You don't have to think that. And you don't have to believe that. That is simply <laughs> how the universe works. Everything is energy before it becomes something. And if you have a question mark about that, just consider for a second, and this might require you to think a little bit, your thought is an energy. Is it not? Your thought is an energy. You think a thought. Can you see a thought? Can you taste a thought? Now, we could have the conversation about synesthesia, which, yes, there are many of us who have a, a sort of a, a crossing over and a blending of our five sensory, the way we perceive our five sensory um, uh, information. And that, yes, some, some thoughts might have a color. Some thoughts might have a taste. Energies have more than one sensory, physical sensory perception for a lot of us. And that isn't exactly what I'm talking about. However, we'll, we'll tie that into how we can use this to our advantage a little bit later in the conversation. Um, ah, when you think a thought, is it a solid form? I would venture to say no, because that could become quite painful. If our thoughts became solid things, if our thoughts came out of our heads as solid things, that might be a little concerning. <laughs> I would say you might want to you might want to consult someone about that. <laughs> and it could also be quite uncomfortable in a physical aspect, yes. <laughs> so thoughts are energy. Beliefs 
our energy, right? There is an energetic something to it. When you think it, it's, a, it's, a, it's in your invisible world. Although thoughts can quickly become things. Some things show up more quickly than others, as you might have experienced in your own life. And believing is believing a three-dimensional thing. Not really. So if you have this kind of resistance to everything is energy, if you, ha- if you notice that you're having some pushback there, first of all, I just invite you to acknowledge that you're, what you're noticing. <laughs> oh, wow, I have some resistance to that. Huh, what is that about? Hmm. And just let that be true for you for a moment. And oftentimes what the acknowledgement will do is it will help dissipate whatever's going on because just, just us putting our attention on it for a moment can change it. You've heard me, if you've played with me at all, and if you've played with pretty much any of the hosts here, you've probably heard that. And you might have even experienced that for yourself. So put your attention on it. Acknowledge if if you've got pushback. If you don't, cool, let's keep going. And if you do, we can still keep going. Um, take a breath. <laughs> so when we are addressing the energetics of things, the energy that is beyond or behind or underneath or within, whatever it is we're looking at or playing with, what I have found through my adventures and my experiments is that for for many of us, that is a way that we can very quickly shift what is going on that we might be wanting to change. It's also a way that we can very quickly enhance or or expand, or compound, um, what is that word? (laughs) Catalyze. We can actually speed up the process of creation, the process of something showing up for us in the three-dimensional world. So we've got some cool choices we can play with there. With thoughts and beliefs, with thinking and believing, while they are an energetic process, They still have a structure. They have an energetic structure. And within that structure, there is this interesting thing that by the nature of the fact that they have a structure, there is a proportionate sort of uh, array or percentage or ratio of what can actually show up to match the thoughts or the beliefs. So by the nature of the energy of our thoughts and our beliefs, that determines what can actually show up. So this is where when we talk about limiting beliefs, let me here's my interesting point of view on this, friends. Every thought and every belief has a limitation to it. <laughs> so every belief is limiting. Whether it's a fun belief, whether you really like it or not, every thought is limiting, whether you like it or not, whether it's a good thought or a not good thought, if you want to call it good and bad thoughts, if you want to call it a fun and a not fun thought. Even a generative thought has a limitation because by the nature of the energy of what they are, they have a structure and therefore they have a limitation. Now, is this a bad thing? Absolutely not. (laughs) 
look at what we've created in the world in, in some pretty amazing creations in some amazing ways with our thoughts and our beliefs. Yes. Is it a generative thought? Heck, yes, you can create awesomeness with generative thoughts. Is it a generative belief? Heck, yes, you can create amazingness with generative beliefs. And by generative, what I'm referring to is, <clears throat> is it something that opens you up? Like it just kind of pops open the possibilities when you think it or when you affirm your belief in it. Those are valid tools and valid steps and processes for us. They have value in our development, in the development of us, in, the, in us coming to know who we are and how we function. And we reach a point where we are ready to go beyond what any of those limitations are. We're ready to launch off that precipice from our thinking and our believing into something else. And what is that something else? And the word that I use for that is our knowing. And I like to say with a capital K. It's our beyond cognitive, beyond linear, beyond three-dimensional, beyond five-sensory. It's our knowing. And again, with an ING, <laughs> it's not a one and done. It's not about necessarily what you know academically, intellectually, from education, from your brain, from your cognitive awareness. That also has great value. And I want to invite you to play with your knowing. That is, a, uh, that is an energy that is in fluctuation, that is constantly in motion. That is when you are in the fluidity of your essence. And this is where we talk about the aligning and the choosing what supports you to be aligning and the knowing comes into play big time for us to be able to have that as our reality so we're we're diving deep so if you're kind of going huh if you got a tilted puppy dog head if you're feeling a little bit of uh ooh, this is making me a little agitated it's kind of you know hitting some of my buzz my trigger points my buzzwords my whatever it's okay Take a breath, acknowledge it all, and we're going to take a quick break so we can just kind of stretch it out, take, <laughs> have a moment. I'm going to have a drink of water, and when we get back, let's dive even more into this knowing thing. Um, what are you ready to know? <laughs> what would you like to know? And what could your knowing start showing you? And on that note, we're here on Aligning Divine on the Inspired Choices Network or whichever platform you're playing with us all around the, the virtual world. And we will be back in just a moment. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific 
on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email becomeahost at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. In Canada, 613-800-8736. Or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward, because I like to do that simultaneity thing <laughs> here on Aligning Divine on the Inspired Choices Network and any of the fabulous podcast platforms around the virtual world. Thank you for playing with us, with me, with this conversation today. And woo, um, we are diving into thoughts, beliefs, or knowing. Which do you choose? There is choice. We do have choice in this. And we're going to play more with that little piece in a little bit. Uh, where we were is diving into the knowing. And I want to, I want to take just a moment to uh, play with one of the points I made in the previous segment just a little bit more because I can perceive a bit of question mark in the world. When I say thoughts and beliefs have an energetic structure, it's not a solid structure. It's not a... Um, it's not the same structure to each one. The structure of our thoughts and our beliefs actually comes from our conclusions and our expectations and our uh, the way we're connecting the dots based on our experience so far. So we're, we really are responding. Our thoughts and our beliefs most often really are us responding uh, to what we're experiencing. And when we respond to those experiences, we are typically having our whatever uh, degree of reaction that we're having. Sometimes we're having a high degree of reaction. Sometimes we're having a, a less lesser degree of reaction. But we're tending to react to what we're experiencing. And from that, relative to the fact that we've got plenty of our uh, expectations and, and what we think about whatever we're experiencing, that's how thoughts and beliefs have an energetic structure. So the structure is is unique to each thought and belief. That's not really the point. It's not like a structure we can go in and burrow or, you know, um, rearrange because it's really not necessary. It's really the, the point of that particular piece is really about the fact that if you're going to play with energy and many of 
the people that I know I'm speaking to, <laughs> um, you included, if you came here to really play with being an energy wizard, an energy mage, um, you have an awareness that there is something that creates the response to the structure in the thoughts and the beliefs that you have or that you are having, okay? And we can choose our thoughts and our beliefs. We can choose it. We do. Um, I did. <laughs> so we can choose to think happy thoughts. We can choose to believe in whatever we want to believe in. And the the vibration or the vibrational frequency of what we're choosing to think what we're choosing to think about and or what we're choosing to believe and believe in, that determines what those thoughts and those beliefs will open up for us, will bring to us, will draw into our experiencing. Now, I'm all about <laughs> bringing more of our consciousness to the experiencing of our life and bringing more of our consciousness to the creating of our lives. And I know that it is totally possible that we actually are the creators of our lives. And that's a little bit further down the path of this conversation. So let's get into the knowing. This is where the knowing comes in. Knowing is not what you know as much as it is your willingness to be aware of everything that is available to you in any moment and have it. Actually, choose it and have it. <laughs> okay? So what you know is typically cognitive. Now, we reach a point where, and, and this is a point, I think, in the process of our development, of our, evolu our own evolutionary process, we do reach a point where we have that sensing that we know. We know what we know. And when we talk about the uh, clear, you know, we have all the clairs. We have the clairaudient, clairsentient, clairvoyant, claircognizant, clair all the clairs. If you're a multi-clair, raise your hand. <laughs> no shame in that game. <laughs> um, but there's, the, I, I believe it's the clair, it's either the clairsentient or the claircognizant that is referred to as um you, you just know, you, like things just come into your field of awareness. You just, it's a knowing, right? So in some ways, uh, this is, we all have this to some degree. However, I'm going to invite you to play with the fact that you can have this to whatever degree you're willing to have it. You can have your knowing to whatever degree or extent that you're willing to have it. And you got to get out of your head, have it. What goes on in our cognitive world and function is secondary when we're playing with our knowing. And the beauty of our knowing is that, and of course I'm, I can speak a lot from my own experience and from what I have witnessed and what I hear other people describing and sharing about their experiences but you're knowing it's always available to you um 
some people might call this your intuition. You can call it your intuition if you want to. I don't have an investment on the word you're using, although I, you do hear me, if you've played with me at all, you hear me refer to the online etymology dictionary a lot. Um, but in this case, this is not about looking at the technical anything of the word. It's just what allows you to connect with this? What will? What is a comfortable way for you to speak to this energy? And if it's intuition, um, call it intuition. That's cool. Uh, they're they're essentially related, so <laughs> that's part of why I I say if you want to if it feels like intuition to you, cool, because you are intuiting. You are bringing in the data, the information, right? Um, and that is also what my experience of my having my knowing is. The the information is there. It's it's so much more easily and readily accessible the more we're willing to play with our knowing or our intuition. Um, you might have had experiences where you went with your gut. You know, we talk about going with our gut and while there is a valuable aspect of that conversation that, you know, we acknowledge the neural clusters in the in the abdominal region. Um, I love how we have that physical support. The body has a physical something that gives us that capacity to move those energies through our physical body as well as being able to access from our energetic body, from the energy of us. Okay, Again, not, uh, not a defined structure. This is where... I see most of the challenge being for people who are wanting to play with this. Uh, having been raised, so many people having been raised in families <laughs> and just really like on this planet where we play with our dependency on what we can see and what we can prove, like that is where we learn to put the value. The tricky bit is with our knowing, it's not because it's not cognitive, right? It's not about, you have your cognitive function. You learn how to do math. You learn how to do grammar. You learn how to function relative to the culture and the society that you chose to come into. That has valid and valuable application. And it also can be tricky when we are practicing or implementing the practice of choosing into more of our knowing. Uh, and that is just a that's a process each of us gets to go through. That's a part of our learning, a part of our development, a part of our becoming aware of how we function. There is great value in that as well for each of us. And when you're willing to play with it and and chew on it, so to speak, figuratively chew on it, um that that can bring you a lot of self-awareness. Um, each of us has our unique recipe of the energies that we came in and came through and brought with us. You know, the the energies that we chose to kind of put in the in the foreground of our of our life this incarnation for this incarnation. And 
our learning how to navigate those and use those to our advantage, that's, that's what this is really about, is when we're making those shifts and we're graduating through those phases of our development, our personal development as well as our energetic, our soul development, if you will, um, that's really valuable. It, it has a place in our process. And a lot of it gives rise to the processes that we experience. Um, that is part of what we were calling for when we chose to come play here this time. So if you, if you could be willing to just allow all of that to be included in this, this mix, if you will, um, you can actually, you don't have to really think about a lot of that. Because, again, none of what I was just talking about requires you to cognitively know what's going on. What really presents itself as the doorway to it is when, we're, when we are willing to have our knowing. Our knowing is that doorway. So, let's see if we can... Okay, so when... Um, when you're in those moments that uh, you might be having, an, and, and I think this might be something we, a lot of us can identify with, when you have an experience that you, you encounter something you have not encountered before, and it might seem a little threatening, you know, like somebody approaches you aggressively, um, you might feel the need to move away. You might notice or you might have noticed that rather than running away in that moment, you actually felt a different energy rise up or activate or turn on in your pre you know as you in you within you and around you. And what I would love to for you to play with is the choices you made in those split seconds, would you be willing to acknowledge they likely did not come from your cognitive functioning? They likely came from your knowing. See, we have those moments, we have experiences where we, we do tap into it. We might not have thought to call it that, we might not have learned to call it that, or we might not associate that with our knowing and yet when you are functioning from your knowing there is no cognitive function really required in those moments there is the information moving in and through and instantaneously and simultaneously there is a response and we can call that i think it's actually called a number of things people call that fight or flight um some people call that their angels moving for them, working for them. And, and what if all of that can come together and be true for us and we can still acknowledge that we're a part of that in those moments? So when and where and maybe how have you actually experienced your knowing that you might not have acknowledged. You might not have even considered it, oh, maybe that's, oh, wow. 
Because again, we filter it through a thought or a belief, <laughs> right? And that's, our, that's what we learn to do. So if we could unlearn some of these defaults, we could actually learn to start developing our connecting with our knowing, our opening to our knowing, our receiving our knowing, and our having our knowing. And that is where we can start to build our trusting. Trusting of our knowing and trust in ourselves. When we can allow ourselves to have our knowing, allowing ourselves to have what we know, because that knowing can filter through, and then it does become a part of our cognitive awareness, and that's what we're going to play with in the next segment, um, then we can actually start developing, building, strengthening our trust in ourselves. And rather than trying to put trust in what we think or what we believe, which takes us down a lot of rabbit holes that typically have, they're not productive <laughs> in a really happy way. When we can start trusting what we know, who we are, and what we require, and what we are capable of, we can function in a really different way, no matter what is going on around us, no matter what the what is looks like. So let's start playing with the trust piece. This is a huge place that I see us really um, calling for the, the being able to trust ourselves. And so much of what we get ourselves into comes from our inability to trust ourselves because we're not letting ourselves have our knowing. So let's change that today. At least maybe let's change a little bit of that, shall we? <laughs> All right. Take a breath. Yes, we are kind of in some intense territory. It's a good thing. It's a really, it can be a really good thing if we're willing to let it. I am so willing to let this be awesomeness. And I invite you to just let go of any place that you're feeling that resistance. Acknowledge it and say, all right, you just hang out on the shelf over there. I'll come back to you if I need to. But we're going to finish this for right now, all right? We're going to have more of this conversation. So have a little break, have a breath, stretch it out, <laughs> sing a quick song, and we will be back. We're here on the Inspired Choices Network with Aligning Divine and myself, Keisha Clark. So grateful for you and this conversation, and we'll be back in a moment. Within each of us, there is a spark of the essence that gives rise to all that is in the universe. Are you ready to let it light up your life? Tune in to Aligning Divine Radio Show with Soul and Body Coach Keisha Clark for fresh perspectives and powerful tools to be aligning with your divine essence and living it every day. Join us for Aligning Divine Radio Show every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Aligning Divine Radio Show with soul and body coach Keisha Clark. To bring your question on the show, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255. 
In Canada, 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You may also email your questions or comments to Keisha at KeishaClark.live. Now back to the show. <laughs> Welcome back and forward to today's last segment of uh, the show. Wow. Um, I know we're diving deep today, and I just want to acknowledge you for choosing to play with this, choosing to look at this, choosing to dance with this, um, and just choosing to let yourself be open to the possibility of what this is and could be for you. Um, I see a lot of people having the best of intentions and the most sincere desires to change their lives, you know, to to do better, quote unquote, to um, you know, whatever the do better means. We could that could be a million things, right? And what I notice is that when we're putting our emphasis on, I just need to think differently about this. I just need to believe harder. I just need to believe in something else. I just need to believe in someone. Do you, do you get the one, there's, there's a sense of desperation in that. But the biggest thing that stands out to me when I'm observing this, when I'm witnessing this, is really the degree that, that by choosing that and, and being in that space, you could even call it being in that mindset, we are actually disempowering ourselves because you're taking your choice away from yourself. And part of what I am here to do is to support you, to facilitate you, those who want to play with this. Rather than, if you don't want this, you don't have to have it. It's totally cool. And if you do want this, that's part of what I'm here to do, is, is be someone who can support and facilitate and encourage and empower and inspire everyone who wants to play with this everyone who's ready to choose this, to actually start implementing it. And again, it's not a one and done. It's not a, oh, I did that yesterday, so I'm good for six months, <laughs> right? <laughs> it's about choosing it every day because really it's about choosing you every day. It's about choosing you. Do you still want to be here? Do you still want to play this way? Do you want to play with something new? Do you want to work on a different project? Do you want to be more of who you are today than you were willing to be yesterday? Do you want to have more of what you came to do, choose, create, and, and play with today than you were willing to choose yesterday? And what can help you get there? You're knowing faster than anything else. Your knowing can help you get there. So what would help you? What would support you? What would enable you? What would empower you to have your knowing today? More than you were willing to know about it yesterday. Every day we get to choose it, guys. And that's, that's a big piece of being here is every day we get to choose it. Every day we can make that choice. We can make all those choices because we are making choices <laughs> already. And what if we started to bring more of our consciousness 
to the process of our choice? What if we were letting ourselves choose from our knowing? If we were willing to have our knowing? So here's some things that I see that create obstacles. Because again, we're talking about trust. That's where we want to go with this. We want to wrap all this up into my desire is to empower you to trust you beyond and before anything and anyone else. Because when you are in that aligning with the essence of you, you are the vessel of I am. You are the expression of I am. And at any moment in that fluidity, you can be the energy that is required to support you and to create, to bring in the energy that is required in that moment as well, no matter what the what is looks like. And this is the biggest place we get hung up because we defer to the five sensory interpretation. And I get that. And that has great value and I'm putting an and in here, all capital letters, bold print, and when we can add our knowing to our life and our process, when our knowing becomes more of our, when we allow our knowing to become more of our nature as it, as it already is, <laughs> that is going to be the way for you to learn what you are capable of as well. What would allow you to build your trust in yourself the fastest and to the greatest degree that you're willing to have it is for you to start actually seeing how powerful you are, for you to start actually learning, noticing, having your own experiences of things lining up. Like, okay, in your knowing, you have this perceiving of this energy, you might not be able to name it, but you can feel a, a, a particular something. And then a few hours later into your day, you walk into a coffee shop and you have this beautiful experience and that energy shows up and it matches what you perceived that morning. And something amazing is created. I'm going to give you another scenario. When you have an awareness a perceiving of an energy, let's say that morning, <laughs> right? And you don't have words for it, but you just acknowledge it. Hmm, all right, something's here. Not quite sure what to call it, but I'm just going to acknowledge it. All right. You walk into a coffee shop a few hours later and something really shitty happens, but you don't get pulled into it. You instead are able to this time call in an energy because you noticed nudge that matches the energy you were perceiving that morning. And you don't even have to say a word. You just immediately let that energy show up through your body, through your being. And something amazing is created. I've experienced both of those more than a few times. And that having the knowing piece is not always about giving it words. Sometimes words are there. Sometimes the words come right along with the energy because there's a, enough of a familiarity there. We have a human word for it. Sometimes we don't. More often, <laughs> in my experience, there's, there's not necessarily a word. However, 
as those energies filter through, the words become more apparent, the words that can apply for those energies, if they're even ever required. But the knowing allows you to have both the words and the (laughs) non-words for the energy. Because it allows you to have the energy. It allows you to have the energy of you and the possibilities that are totally available to you and through you, right? So this beautiful thing that we can get to to actually build our trusting, really kind of kickstart it or or amplify it, is that as we start playing with having our knowing, our beyond cognitive knowing, and letting it filter through and into our cognitive knowing, our knowing and what we know can work beautifully and synergistically together. Wouldn't that be awesome? Does that feel like it would be really amazing to have? Your knowing supporting what you know synergistically. Your knowing and what you know beautifully dancing together you dancing with the universe, you dancing with you, (laughs) the infiniteness of you. And here's another bonus, is you actually, as you go through this, you actually start to require less cognitive function. You allow it to show up when you require it. You know, if you're going to play a game of Jeopardy, yeah, get some cognitive function, but you can also let that intuition work for you. You can let that knowing work for you. But they can work together right? They they become partners. You allow them to become partners. And that, my friends, is going to allow you to have more of your trust of who you are and what you're capable of. It's going to allow you to have a greater sense of knowing when the energies are showing up that match what you came to play with and how you came to play and what you came to bring into being on this planet. The changes the phenomenal possibilities that you came to usher into this time and space. So that is my invitation to all of us this week, my friends, and even beyond. And if you want to play more with me, you can find the link to the website right here on the podcast page. Just scroll down and click or tap. And I I just emphatically, enthusiastically encourage you, to embrace this, to play with this, to experiment with this, and let this become part of your norm, part of who you are, because it is who you are. And I adore you, and I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Aligning Divine Radio Show. Keisha Clark has more to share next Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. And for now, she is cheering you on to create an awesome week of lining up with you.